Welcome to another edition of the official Jets podcast powered by Amazon Web Services, the first podcast in the new BetMGM studio, EA. Our maiden voyage, right? Uh, Olivia Landis just finished an interview across the way here with Jameson Crowder and uh, Brashad Perryman is going to be featured on today's podcast, but this is a comfortable setup. I like it. Yeah, this is the casual setup. <laughs> Olivia and Training Camp Live are on the more formal setup. And of course, if you haven't checked out Training Camp Live three times a week throughout the course of this unprecedented training camp before the Jets kick off their season on September 13th against the Bills and... Like you said, Brashad Perriman is our guest on today's podcast. And really, this is a receiving core that we'll talk about more on our live programming, but they're dealing with some injuries right now. Yeah, unfortunately, you feel bad for the rookie, Denzel Mims. He's dealing with the hamstring issue. And that happened early in camp, even before we had an opportunity to go out and watch a couple of workouts. And everything's condensed right now. So Adam Gase talked about how valuable each and every rep is. And he's coming in and not only making a transition to the National Football League, of course, but uh, making a transition to a new system. And then Vincent Smith is dealing with the core issue. Uh, so the Jets, in turn, pivoted quickly and got Chris Hogan added to this uh, receiver group. But uh, Perryman's the guy who's going to be counting on big time in year one with the Jets. And Perryman had a beautiful catch in what is today Sunday's practice <laughs> yeah. and well the the days are blending together at EA which actually I, I don't mind it because it feels like a sense of normalcy in that training camp is really back and I, I like the feeling of that even though I don't know what day it is and let's hear from the man himself number 19 Brashad Perriman. Uh, Brashad what can you tell us about the play of training camp so far the long bomb from Sam Darnold to you during Sunday session. Um, it was a it was a perfect play, man. Perfect play for the um, for the you know based on what the defense was playing, and um, Sam just threw a beautiful ball, man. It was a complete dime, and I just came down to catch. So what can you tell us about the coverage that you saw from your perspective, and where were you lining up when you released from the line of scrimmage? Um, I was a number three receiver, so closest to the inside, you know, to the lineman, and um, I seen a single high safety. So I knew I had a corner route, so I knew I was going to have leverage on him and, you know, that this ball could potentially go up and, you know, God willing, God, um, Sam do a, a dime, man. I just came down with it. <laughs> Rashad, Adam Gay said that he was very impressed with the way that you studied in the offseason, the virtual meetings, and your level of detail. So can you kind of take us through what you did in the spring, joining a new team and making sure you learn the playbook so you can step in immediately and make plays? Man, I just take my time with it, man. Really just like 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 you said, like just really focusing on all the details, like uh, you know, the little things that, you know, I know that you need to know um in order to succeed in this offense. And, you know, some I'm still, you know, it's still a little process. I'm still trying to get some things down, some details down, but um, you know, I'm I'm just big on, you know, trying to know what, what I gotta do when I'm out there and not thinking so I can play, you know, as fast as my ability. So what do you like about your quarterback? What do you like about Sam Darnold? You mentioned his long ball accuracy uh, when you guys hooked up together, but we talked about it in the spring, Rashad, that you kind of like his personality, the way he takes charge. And with that being said, he's still kind of a cool guy, a, a chill a chill player. Yeah, exactly, man. He's real chill. I love that about him. And I feel like I'm the same way. Like, I don't really do, you know, too much talking if, well, 
you know, I mean, if you know me, I, I may talk a little more, but um, for the most part, you know, he's just kind of cool and reserved. And I feel like he's the same way. You know, he don't really say too much, but at the same time, you can tell he has great control over the team, over the offense. And um, yeah, I just feel like that's, that's just awesome. Rashad, what can you tell us about when yourself and some of the skill guys met in Florida and worked out for the first time? And how helpful was that to finally put some things you were learning in the virtual meetings to practice? That was, that was everything, man, to be honest. You know, just being on a computer all the time and, you know, going over plays, like, it's, it's good, you know, but at the same time, you really have to go out there physically on the field and really go through this stuff. And, you know, for us to get out there and really just, um, you know, wrap it together, um, start building the connection together, that I feel like that was everything. And that just, you know, um, put us, you know, that much further ahead of the curve. Who's someone flying under the radar when we look at this wide receiver group? You guys are dealing with injuries here early in training camp. Denzel Mims, Vincent Smith, those are a couple of guys who hopefully get back on the field pretty soon. But who might be flying under the radar? We know you're going to be stepping up not only in camp but the regular season. But give us a name or two. I can't give you just one or two, man. I feel like everybody, like <laughs> <laughs> Everybody who you who you want to expect, you know, as far as um, I can, I mean, I can sit here and name them, but I feel like our whole group, um, you know, collectively, like even the younger guys, the, the undrafted guys, the um, you know, Jeff, uh, Ju, Vincent, George, KJ, like I feel like everybody, you know, really just coming here, stepping up, and doing what they need to do, and you know, I feel like it's it's showing, and if it hasn't shown, you know, yet, it's going to show. Quick follow-up there. You just mentioned Jeff Smith. W what does he bring to the table? He's still a young, younger guy himself, and I think a lot of fans might not know a lot about him. I feel like Jeff brings a lot to the table, man. He's fast. He's quick, really quick, really fast, and you know he has a lot of quick, uh, quick twitch, um, and the way he runs his routes is just so smooth, man. I always look at him and the way he runs his routes and um, the way he gets in and out of breaks, man. It's crazy. And I feel like he's definitely um, going to have a great season. Rashad, you had mentioned something earlier that you're a rather reserved guy. You like to hang out just kind of by yourself. But what do you like to do in your free time? Uh, free time, let's see. I, I just go home, man, chill with my, chill with my lady. Um, you know, may play some Fortnite on a, on a day off. <laughs> But you can't, you know, you can't do too much. So I mean, I, on a typical, you know, if it was if we were living in a normal life, you know, without the COVID, uh, you know, I'd probably go out to eat to some restaurants. Um, I don't really, I don't really do too much, man. Just, just like laying low. You're still on Fortnite, Prashad? Yeah, man. That's all I play for the most part. <laughs> I, I tried to Call of Duty, but it, I'm gonna start playing it again. I'm just not that good at it. Yeah, I don't like Call of Duty either. So, a more serious note, how strange is this training camp? And when does it become ball is ball, football is football? Because you guys are walking around the facility, you're in virtual meetings at times, your coaches have masks on, you're getting tested every day. What has all that felt like to you? Um, I mean, of course it's different, you know, Nothing like we ever, you know, been through or ever would have imagined going through. But um, yeah, it's been it's it's been it's been pretty different, you know, as far as just having meetings online on the computer all the time, and you know, not being in a facility. You know, training camp, you you used to being in a facility all day for the most for the most part. You know, so the, but it has been different. But you know, as far as when we get out there with practice, um, 
you know, the, the coaches wearing a mask, that's that's different too. But, you know, at the same time, you know, practice is practice. So I'm, I guess I'm not really ever thinking about, <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. Everybody got mask on. I'm just, when practice time, it's just, it seemed normal. That's the only time it seemed normal for the most part. What have you thought about your head coach, Adam Gase, here? Uh, Le'Veon Bell talked about him the other day, said, I love the guy and he likes his approach. How has he been during meetings and out there on the field? Because he's very hands-on, obviously, the mm -hmm. offensive play caller. Yeah, definitely, man. He's definitely hands-on, man. And uh, I feel like he's doing a great job. I love him as well. Um, the way that he just leads and the way his whole mindset is about going and doing things. Um, but yeah, he's definitely hands-on, like especially with the receivers. And I, I love that part. You know, he's very detailed about what he wants, um, how he wants different things to be ran. And, you know, that does nothing but help us, especially when it's coming from the head coach, because, you know, that's just going to help the chemistry and everybody be on the same page. Rashad, what do you like about the way Sean Jefferson, the wide receivers coach, teaches that position? I love that, too, man. Coach Sean Jay, man, he's very intense. He's very detailed about, as well about everything. Like, every little thing, you got to be spot on. And um, the little things that, you know, that you may look over, you know, as far as drill-wise, he makes sure he hits every single thing, and I, I know that. Ethan probably might—he might not remember your father, but I remember your father. <laughs> what kind of influence did he have on you growing up? And also, I wanted to follow up and ask, how is he doing? Um, old boy, man, he had—he had a huge influence on my life in this in this football world, man. You know, um, that's all we did really was grind. You know, when I was young. Um, as far as anything I really put my mind to, you know, we we really just really focused in on that one thing and just grinded. Like, that's all he really taught me, and that's all I really know. Um, and, yeah, and for the most part, you know, he's doing, he's, doing, he's doing good, you know. He's here. That's all I can ask for. Prashad, this is the last question for me, but what has to happen for this receiving group that's relatively young and has a lot of new faces like yourself. How do you guys make up for lost time in the spring that you would have had here at the facility if not for the pandemic, and now you have to make up for lost time on the field? For the most part, man, we just got to, you know, put our head down and work hard, you know, take advantage of every day, every play, um, you know, not take one for, not take anything for granted, you know, no matter if it's a run, pay, run play or uh, pass play, you know, uh, I just feel like we just got to take advantage and be very detailed about our work, you know, and everything, you know, this year more than more than any other year. Hey, I was on Twitter before we came into the studio here and fans were having a debate on who to draft for their fantasy teams, <laughs> Rashad Perryman or Jamison Crowder. Maybe they should draft both of them, huh? Because I saw both you and Crowder out there making plays and Jamison was so su uh, successful last year in this system and you really flourished on the stretch last year in Tampa and you seem like you're gelling well with everybody. Yeah, man, that's the only way. You got you to gotta draft both of us. I ain't going to tell you to pick me over him. That's not going to happen. I need my brother with me. <laughs> <laughs> well said. All right, Prashad, thanks for joining us on the podcast. We appreciate it. No problem. Appreciate you. Take care. Thanks. EA, something that I think struck me at least about Prashad Perriman, we were at practice once Friday, and I know that he's listed at, you know, 6'2", 2-something, whatever it is officially on the roster, but he's a lot bigger than I thought that he was going to be in person. It's a little different when you see him in person than when you're just looking on 
NewYorkJets.com and seeing what his height and weight is. Uh, big guy, good catch radius, and one of those long striders because he can flat out fly, bottom line. Mm -hmm. and um, You know, the other guy stood out to me as far as size is concerned. I know you're talking about Perryman. Wow. Lawrence Cager's a monster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. Lawrence Cager, I think, is listed at 6'5", but he is a big dude. Yeah, but it's good to see early on. You can tell that Darnold and Perryman have already established a rapport. And Adam Gase has said, when you see Perryman flash in practices, it gets the wheels turning of what we can do with him. And, again, if you're a Jets fan, what you want to see from Perryman is – that first-round talent out of UCF a few years back, maybe he's reaching another level. And we saw that with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last season late, right, mm -hmm. when Mike Evans and Godwin were down. And Bruce Arians put him in with Jameis Winston, and he took off. And he definitely has the prototypical size-speed combination that you're looking for. The other thing, I think it came through when we were talking to him, he's got a great personality, <laughs> yeah. bubbly happy, enthusiastic, he's a guy who's going to fit in very good here. Yeah, I agree with that. And we'll see what happens with the entirety of the Jets receiving core. Like you said, dealing with injuries. And, you know, if you're a Jets fan, I think the one guy that stands out is really Denzel Mims because he was drafted in the second sure. round. And a lot of fans were hoping to see him flash right from the get. And right now he's, he's sidelined. And, and what we saw at Sunday's practice is we were watching it from our respective work areas, so closed circuit, I guess. So it was, uh, Jameson Crowder and Sam Darnold picking up where they left For off. Sure. And, and when Darnold is given time to throw the ball, he's just delivering ropes. And he seems like he's more vocal out there. But with injuries, that means more opportunities. Uh, Hogan, we mentioned him before. Now he completes the AFC East <laughs> quartet because yeah. he started his career with the Miami Dolphins. Then he had some success with the Bills. And, of course, he had the relatively long run with the New England Patriots. He's a local guy mm -hmm. at 32 years old. But he's another guy, probably much like Perryman, that he's, he's used to coming in and picking up a new system, new language. And Adam Gase has always said there's similarities between this offense and what Josh McDaniels runs, right. of course, with the Patriots. You know, you go back to the, those days together mm -hmm. that they had with the Denver Broncos. Even back, way back when, Gase was with Josh McDaniels when they were both at Michigan State under Nick Saban. Oh, all right, there you go. <laughs> the connections are real here at the New York Jets. All right, well, that was another episode of the Official Jets Podcast powered by Amazon Web Services. We'll be coming at you throughout training camp in the regular season, different players and different, I guess, people that cover the NFL across the league and we'll see you for next episode.